Good morning. Welcome to the Spencerville Church. We're so glad that you are here with us in this time of dealing with COVID-19. Uh, we are practicing physical distancing, not social distancing, uh, physical distancing. We still want to be social and engage with people, whether through uh, phone calls, through social media, through uh, maybe writing a note to someone. We still want to be social with our neighbors, with our fellow church members, but we do want to practice physical distancing. And because of that, we are not able to gather as a community for our Sabbath schools in the same way we have in the past. And so we wanted to provide another avenue for, um, for studying the lesson or, or reviewing and talking about the lesson. And one of the awesome privileges of being a member of the Spencerville Church and being the pastor of the Spencerville Church is I oftentimes get to engage with individuals that wrote the lessons we read and study every week. And it just so happens that this month's, this upcoming month's lesson or quarter's lesson on the scriptures was written by Frank Hosel and Michael Hosel. Frank Hosel happens to be a member of the Spencerville Church. And so we invited him to be a part of some discussions about the lessons from week to week as long, hopefully, as long as uh, we are in the situation that we are in. He's grounded from the GC, That's right. uh, so he can't go anywhere. So we are both here in, uh, in Silver Spring, Maryland, and so we're gonna spend some time uh, talking about the various lessons in the Sabbath School Quarterly. But we wanted to take a moment, just on this very first uh, session, to kind of introduce uh, Dr. Hosel, Dr. Frank Hosel, and his cousin, uh, Michael Hosel, also a doctor, and have him share a little bit about uh, them, and then also have him share a little bit more, uh, kind of give an introduction to uh, this lesson, and, and we're just going to have a dialogue, and so we hope that you'll be blessed by it, and we hope that you'll share that with this with your friends. But uh, Frank, thank you so much for being here. Oh, my pleasure. With us. Uh, we are glad to have you. And I want to just open it up to you, and why don't you tell us a little about yourself. One, I want to know about you, then share a little bit about, uh, it's hard for me to call my, Dr. Hazel Michael, because he was my, he was my professor I for know, a number I of think, years. Yeah. So, but, but share with us a little bit about Michael, and then also if you would um, kind of tell us how you got connected to this lesson and how they chose you and your cousin to write sure. uh, this lesson. Sure, sure. Well, uh, let's start with a personal yeah. uh, information about myself first. And I was born and raised in Germany. I grew up there. My father is a pastor and evangelist there and was that for many years. And uh, I lived uh, in Germany and worked as a pastor in Germany and taught uh, Bible and theology at Bogenhofen Seminary in Austria for 18 years before I transitioned here to the GC uh, just about three and a half years ago. How's, how's that adjustment coming? Are you getting used to Maryland from Germany? Um, I'm getting used to it. I, uh, I used to live in the United States for about six years uh, when I was uh, at Andrews okay. doing my doctorate. So it's not a completely new feeling to okay. me and I enjoyed that time. So 
it's a kind of a homecoming. Well, if you can enjoy Berrien Springs, Michigan, then you, you should be able to enjoy it. It's a little bit cold up there. It's a little time. bit colder there, and I, I enjoy uh, the little warmer weather, oh, although I don't like the humidity in the summer. I understand that. Yeah. So tell us a little about, about yourself, uh, even like what you're doing now. You're, you work for Biblical Research Institute, uh, your role there. That's right. I, I'm a theologian and author, and right now I work as an associate director for the Biblical Research Institute at the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists in Silver Spring. And share what your, kind of your focus is, like. Uh, and uh, sometimes people want to know what is your specialty. Yeah, yeah, maybe and, that's uh, it. And <laughs> All the Bible we know, but, but what a. <laughs> but uh, uh, my area of specialty is what they call systematic theology. Mm -hmm. This is where I have uh, received my training. And uh, I wrote my dissertation on the role of scripture in theology. Okay. Because I wanted to find out how, how come that everybody uses the Bible and yet comes to significantly different conclusions. Sure. So uh, I looked into that a little bit more and, and ever since this has been uh, a subject that, that has been very close to my heart. Okay, good. Yeah. Tell us about uh, your cousin Michael. Well, my cousin... Because your co-writer is on this. He is, he's the co-writer and I'm very very uh, pleased and, and privileged to, uh, to write that lesson uh, with him together. Actually, Michael is younger than me, even though he has more gray hair. I was going to ask, <laughs> is he older or younger? I was like, yeah. is this, I, we're, we're all men here, so we can ask that question. Okay, so. Yeah, I won't, won't tell you how, how much younger, but <laughs> he, he is younger than, than me, and uh, he teaches uh, at Southern Adventist University. The interesting thing is that Actually, he started the very same year teaching at Southern when I started teaching at Bogenhofen Seminary. Okay. And uh, this uh, is, is uh, quite interesting. So these parallel careers, right? Parallel careers, but very different. I mean, he is into Old Testament and archaeology. Yeah. He is really an expert in archaeology and has done many digs in Israel and, uh, and beyond. And uh, he is the director of the uh, archaeological museum there mm -hmm. and teaches uh, Old Testament and Hebrew. So I'm more in biblical uh, and, and systematic theology. And for me, it was just a, a, a pleasure to learn things from him yeah. and working together with him and benefit from his insight and knowledge and history and Old Testament that, uh, that he brings to the discussion. I... Uh I took Hebrew from your cousin and Old Testament studies from your cousin at Southern. And I actually enrolled in Hebrew and I went for two weeks and I realized my load was too full and I fell asleep every day. It was the first class of the day and I, felt, I sat in the back row and I fell asleep every day. And so when I, re, and I dropped the class and so when I re-enrolled, I sat right up at his desk and he said to me, because there was like this, this pulpit thing that he and there was a desk attached to it. And I sat right there, and he said to me the first day, he goes, are you gonna stay there? <laughs> and I said, yes, I am. <laughs> because uh, I wanna stay awake. And I ended up loving Hebrew. So there is something to like, mm -hmm, when you mm -hmm. sit at the head of the class, like you definitely pay attention better. Yeah. Um, tell me how you two got connected to the writing of this. Did the, did the GC come to you? Did the general conference come to you? 
and, and ask you both to write it, or was that your recommendation or his, or what was it? Well, that's it? a good question. Actually, this is not the first Sabbath school lesson that I wrote. Just a couple years ago, I wrote the Sabbath school lesson on the Holy Spirit and spirituality, that, yeah. and uh, they liked that. Okay. <laughs> and so um, they approached me with uh, the uh, question whether I would be interested to write another lesson on how to interpret scripture. And uh, since that is very close to, to my heart and uh, part of my interest, I, I agreed. But my personal circumstances uh, in that time were such that I knew that I would not be able to meet the deadline. Mm -hmm. See, they asked me um, in the summer of 2014. Yeah. Because what many people don't know is that writing a Sabbath school lesson and getting it done and finished is a, a long project yeah, yeah. that doesn't grow overnight. And so um, they have a group of uh, people from different departments at the GC that sit together and uh, strategize and, and think about possible topics that could be addressed in the Sabbath school mm -hmm. lessons over the years. And I think the decision to have a lesson on the subject on how to interpret scripture was made in 2011. Wow. And, uh, and then in 2014, they approached me with that, and I agreed. And, and because I knew that I was very tight time-wise, and I had the experience of writing the, the other Sabbath school lesson, and yeah. I knew uh, how much time that would involve, I made the suggestion and submitted that if they would be um, interested to have a joint author uh, thing with my cousin. Yeah. So... Um, and they agreed to that, and so we, we signed the contract in 2014. And this is actually, this is interesting because, you know, sometimes it, uh, it amuses me in some ways. Yeah. And on, on the other hand, it, it, it's a sad experience to read on some internet uh, platforms uh, some kind of conspiracy t theories, you know, that the general conference leadership is trying to uh, push a certain agenda, agenda yeah, yeah. On, on, on some subjects, and and uh, there was a call, you know, uh, a motion on the floor at the last GC session to study the subject of hermeneutics yeah, yeah. in more detail, and and now they are pushing this for the GC session 2020, and and just I, I, I smile when I read that because you know we were asked a year before the last GC, GC session, session was yeah, even yeah. Uh, and it was decided in 2011 it was decided in 2011 and and we finished the 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 manuscript in in 2016 yeah and then it goes through a long process of uh, editing and and different people in different departments uh, give their input and and uh, then it needs to be translated into different languages and prepared, and it all takes time. Yeah, yeah. But finally, we are here, and... Um, so four years after you complete it, we're finally studying it. Exactly, and, and yes, it was, it was intended to lead up to the GC session, you know, uh, kind of. But it but wasn't based on the GC's decision of Not at all, and now with uh, developments that nobody had on, on their screen, you know, with the COVID-19, virus thing, the yeah. whole GC is postponed. Yeah. It's postponed. <laughs> so so what, what do you do now? Speaking <laughs> of that, I, I thought it was like so appropriate. I, I, I just, when I, when I got the lesson, um, oftentimes in crises or in these times when there's some big event in the earth, 
is when we're most susceptible maybe to misinterpretation of the Bible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Am I, do you agree with that? I, I agree, and you find all kinds of strange interpretations and allusions uh, that people make uh, where they claim that the Bible uh, tells us this or that. And I think we have to be careful and prudent and wise and how, how to deal with that. At the same time, I would also say, times of crisis are not just times where people come up with strange interpretations, yes. Yeah, yeah. But there are also opportunities where people seek uh, guidance. More deeply. And comfort yeah. and, and hope that only the Bible really can give. And so I'm, I'm really glad that this is an opportunity for us as a world church to study more in depth how we can read and study uh, scripture for all it's worth. The GC didn't know about the vote in 2015 and 2011. Uh, The GC didn't know exactly where our church would be in 2020. No one knew three weeks ago where we'd be with (laughs) COVID-19. But there's nothing that's surprising to Jesus. So you can that's see right, like his divine right. hand in, in, in all of this. Well, to me, really, it's, it's not a conspiracy that led up to that whole thing. It's, uh, it's a providential leading. That's yeah. how I see it. Really. Yeah, well, that's, that's yeah. beautiful. Let, let me ask you a little bit more about um, just even the writing. So it took a couple years. Then there's four-year editing process. Just because I don't think people understand. Are there things in this that you would have said, you know what, that's not the way I would have done it, but there's editors, there's so many people, because I think I've heard of authors getting blamed for certain things in Sabbath school quarterlies that aren't yes, always. Yes, yes. Yeah, I heard those stories too, and, and I do not deny them. <laughs> <clears throat> that's why they call uh, the authors the principal contributors to the, to the lesson, and that's what we are. Yeah. We, we write the manuscript, but then it, it has, it's not just Clifford Goldstein, you yeah, know, yeah. It's, uh, you can't it's blame it. It's a broader. It. It's, it's a broader team, and it has representatives from different departments, ministerial and family ministries, and, and all kinds of different departments that give their input, because it's a, a tool and a resource that really should be um, a blessing to all members at, at all levels. Mm-hmm. And therefore, uh, they give input and advice, and most cases it's it's helpful I think but yes there are things where uh, the editor has the liberty and the freedom to to change uh, wordings Um, I have to say with the lessons that we wrote and and I wrote uh, on the Holy Spirit I did not see significant changes but But it's uh, a good caution to the to the folk that are reading don't don't always presume to be angry. That's, it just, that's it's right. not a one person and one agenda thing. Even like this whole thing you're exactly. saying, that it's not necessarily an agenda even by the author. It's just a overall, there's a whole collective team. Yes, yes You know, just yes. like uh, scripture's not yeah. individually interpreted, yeah. nor is the Sabbath school quarterly yes. individually written. And it's a blessing that, I think that's one of the reasons and blessings we have church, mm-hmm. because uh, it can help you to um, broaden your horizon to benefit from insights that other people have and not go astray just with a strange idea that grows in your own mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, this, did this, on a personal level, did this um, grow you and Michael closer? I mean, was this something you worked closely on or do you just send each other notes and that's it? 
No, we, we closely worked together and uh, we discussed how we wanted to approach the whole thing and we had intensive um, exchange of ideas and when I was at Southern I met with him in person because I think uh, when you meet person in person, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's a different dynamic than over a video conference type of thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we've been uh, in email contact and in close contact to discuss things. And we decided that he would write half of the lesson and I would write the other half of the lesson. Okay. And I let the reader decide to find out who Which is which. <laughs> well, I've read a few things of yours. So there was a couple times I thought, well, I maybe hear your, yeah. your voice and some things as I've been going through the whole thing. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah, some of my students might find some, um, some things that sound similar to they what I've taught on, them yeah. in class for many years. Yeah. So it has grown out of our own, uh, both uh, Michael and my experience of teaching yeah. several years. And, and I think it's, uh, it's a very nice and helpful uh, lesson. Now, before we move away from the, uh, this introduction video, uh, or presentation, um, there's companion books that go with, uh, yes. with each lesson, and I think you brought one, right? Yes, yes, yes. So that, that is the companion book. It, it actually has the same cover look page and, and okay. look like the lesson, but what many people don't know is that there is a companion book that actually gives additional information, very interesting additional information that you won't find in the lesson and you won't find even in the teacher's edition mm -hmm. because in the teacher's edition you have additional material yeah, yeah, for yeah. the Sabbath school teacher that can help you to teach the class and here you have even more uh, background information and uh, interesting stories and illustrations that can help you as a teacher and as a member who study uh, the lesson to um, to understand the subject more deeply and uh, have a resource that is not just intended for the lesson. You can use that book even without the Sabbath school lesson, yeah, just yeah. as a help and a resource to, um, to these questions. And you can get this at uh, Amnesty Book Center. You can get it at the Book and Bible House. Uh, well, I guess Living Well here locally. Or Amazon.com. You can get it on Amazon.com. <laughs> Um, and we put a link actually on our Facebook page, the Spencerville Church Facebook page. We put a link to that and we've linked it in a couple other things. So, so you can go online and, and, and grab that book so that it will help you in that process. Mm -hmm. So we are excited about this uh, journey that we're going to be on. And Frank, I want to ask you to uh, pray for us as we close this session that God sure. will guide us and bless us through sure, I'll do uh, that. the rest of our lessons. <clears throat> Gracious Lord and Father in heaven, we, we ask you to bless us as we study your word. You've given us your word. There is precious um, information in there, and most of them will lead us to Jesus, mm. who is our mm -hmm. Savior. So we ask that this, um, this whole quarter, as we study the Bible and try to understand how we should really um, interpret Scripture properly and in a way that gives glory to you, mm -hmm. that you will lead us, that you will um, help us to understand your word more, yes, more deeply and better, and uh, more than that, that it will lead, lead us to uh, follow your word and to obey your word mm -hmm. and do your word joyfully so that it can transform our lives. Mm -hmm. 
And so I ask that this will be an experience that will bless us and bring us closer to you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Frank. I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to this. And I want to say uh, in closing to those that are watching and those that are, are, are participating in this, please remember this is to be a, um, an assistance in your study. It's not to be your soul study. So please pull out your lessons for yourselves. Pull out your Bibles for yourselves and study those on your own. And also, if, you're, if your Sabbath school is continuing to meet through Zoom or through uh, uh, FaceTime or whatever it may be, continue to do that because like we said, while we're physically distanced, we need to still be socially connected and the Sabbath school lessons are, are best studied in community uh, individually and then coming together as a community to gather those ideas together. So please continue to do that also and we look forward to our first study with you.